Good morning. I'm Dan Wilt, and this is your wake up call. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Let's enter into our meeting with Jesus with this prayer of consecration. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me, and I in you. In the times of peace, the hours may bring. In the seasons of wilderness, that make me strong. In the freedom of surrender before your cross. In the power of the resurrection that makes me whole. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You and me and I in you. In your name I come. Amen. Our reading for today is entitled, If. Part 1. And our scripture passage is from Luke 4, 1 to 3. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Consider this. Your calling will be contested, and you must learn to identify the little words that call it into question. If. What a powerful little word. It's only two letters long, but the very mention of it can dissolve the courage of the greatest saint. If you are really who you say you are, then things would or should be different. While the devil is tempting Jesus, it is also clear that, like Israel before him, Jesus is facing a test and the Spirit has led him into it. This can make us uncomfortable, but the implication is right here in our text. Israel was tested in the wilderness, and Jesus is tested as well. As N.T. Wright explains, Luke has just reminded us of Jesus' membership in the family of Adam. If there had been any doubt about his being really human, Luke underlines his sharing of our flesh and blood in this vivid scene of temptation. In other words, Jesus is of the family of Adam, and the enemy is approaching him the way he would any other human, only knowing the stakes are much, much higher. And how does the enemy approach you and me? Often with if-then statements woven into our minds as though they are our own thoughts and clear perceptions of reality. In the wild with Jesus, the word if is used three times by the devil for one purpose, to unsettle and uproot the name and vocation given to Jesus in his baptismal waters. If 
Every day, we hear some version of that word dancing in our own heads, putting a question mark between us and our blessing as the beloved of God, often to get us inwardly deciding once again if God is good, if we are precious, if we matter, and if we will ever find joy in this life. If. We must master the implications of this word so that when it arrives in our mind like a lightning bolt on a stormy evening, we can deflect its power in our weakest and most insecure moments. Like Jesus, when the enemy speaks an if word to you, and your internal answer leaves you feeling lost and without hope in the world, then you know it is not an if from the Lord. Like, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, from Chronicles, 2 Chronicles 7.14. And every if implies a then, even if it's not explicit in the sentence. We compare ourselves to ourselves as we dream of being, and to others, and we despair. If we were really this, then that would happen. If God is in us, then why am I struggling with anxiety and mental health issues? We struggle because we have not found our identity and vocation in the Father's blessing as Jesus did. We listen to that if-then statement. Well, here's a new one. If God loves you, then God loves you. Let's hold on to that one when the clouds come rolling in. If-then statements are called conditional statements in grammar for a reason. They are statements that cause us to consider our conditions and their outcome. Master the if coming at your own life right now, and learn to discern from where it is emanating. When it's coming from the enemy and pride or despair begins to spike in your heart, see it for what it is, a word from the devil, and refuse its unsettling of your trust in your heavenly Father or yourself as you walk with Christ. The Prayer Lord of the wild, teach us to discern when you are calling us to compare ourselves to a higher goal, and that comparison is accompanied by hope. And when the enemy is taunting us to compare ourselves to a proud or fearful dream in our hearts, in Jesus' name, amen. The question, say, if God loves me, then God loves me a few times over. What else could you do today to remind yourself that if-then statements that bring a sense of despair or fear are from the enemy? How will you respond when it happens? For The Awakening, I'm Dan Will. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.